Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Hi, it's Brett Phillips here, host of The First Serve, and thank you for downloading the latest edition of In The Huddle, one of our podcast offerings here at The First Serve. You can get your weekly live tennis fix with our show every Monday night on the SCN Radio Network at 7pm Eastern. All the broadcast details of where you can listen can be found at thefirstserve.com.au. In the Huddle was created to give student athletes, parents and coaches an inside look at the journey through US college sport and all that comes with it. The demands, the experiences, the excitement and the opportunities available to our student athletes from around the world. Study and Play USA facilitates a comprehensive, customised approach for student athletes and families for their whole journey from their high school preparation years right through to US college graduation. Hi and welcome to this episode of In the Huddle with Study and Play USA. In this episode, we catch up with Patrick Maher, a rugby player who's just about to graduate from Arkansas State University. Patrick's a high achiever on the field and uh, in the classroom as well, with the world at his feet as he approaches his graduation. So uh, without any further ado, let's hear from the man himself. Welcome, Patrick. Hi, Chris. Pleasure to be with you, mate. Always, always good to talk to you. So, um We'll just kick it off, Patrick. Where, where are you now and uh, what are you up to? It's, it's summer over there, right? Uh, yeah, right now I'm in uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas. And uh, I'm just completing my first term of uh, summer courses. Okay. so you, And you're not long to go to uh, your finish, right? Uh, no, not at all. I've got uh, two courses this summer. And, uh, and then the second part of the summer, I've got one course and then I'm graduating. Fantastic. And tell us about your degree and... and um what you're hoping to, to do with it? Uh, so originally I came over as a civil engineer, but uh, after doing that a bit for, for a bit here, I didn't really enjoy it. So I swapped over to uh, the business side of it. And uh, now I'm doing finance. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And uh, afterwards I'm moving to Dallas to uh, kick off a bit of an internship there. Oh, fantastic. That's really, really good. I think that point you just make, um, is important um, because I think you know the American system allows for flexibility uh, in the degree you have and you can change much more easily in the American tertiary system than, than in other uh, countries so that's that's great that uh, you've been able to do that and like I said you've um, or like you said you, you're happy with what you're doing and um, it seems a bit better fit for you than the civil engineering yeah it really is I mean you really do get to find yourself that first, second year when you're taking your uh, general education courses, as they're known. Yes. And uh, <laughs> it really helps define you, I think. Yeah, I, that's exactly right. And I suppose if we look back a few years now to when you finish school, um, it's different, isn't it, here where you've, you've sort of, our system wants you, I guess, or encourages you to know what you really want to do in the middle of year 12. And, and you sort of got to hope that that's the right thing, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Whereas over here, they, they do give you time to kind of test the waters and uh, really kind of embrace a bit of everything. Yeah, no, that's good. And it's helped in this, this case. So really, really pleased to hear that, mate. And I, I hear through the grapevine that um, you've got an internship sort of set up. Um, can you tell us a little bit what it's all about and where it's at and, and I guess how, how it came about as well? 
Yeah, um, I've got an internship in uh, Dallas, Texas. Uh, I'm just waiting for COVID-19 to uh, settle down there a little bit so that people can return to the offices. And then um, after that, I'll be moving, moving over that way. But uh, it actually came about through one of my teammates. Uh, their family is uh, a part of a loan firm. And uh, after the Navy game this year, uh, I had the mom of uh, my teammate approach, approach me and uh, she came up and said, I hear you're a finance major. I'd love to have you come uh, learn, from, learn from me. Uh, and, you know, that's just an opportunity you can't pass up, pass up. I mean, living in Texas, getting all that experience, it's just, uh, it's just something that worked out really well. Fantastic. And is that a paid internship, Pat? Uh, yeah, it is. So that's, that's awesome. Um, that's a great opportunity for you, as I said at the start. That's, um, and, and what you've sort of said there really touches on something that um, I guess I wish I knew a little bit about America before I went to college many, many years ago. And it's something I share with every single young um, girl or boy that I talk with or family about this pathway is that if you plan your four-year journey over there, one of the things that you should plan on is networking and it's who you know in America um, as much as it is what you know and um, it's putting yourself in those positions to, to take those opportunities. So number one, great that you've been obviously left a mark on um, this particular lady who's who's you know, approached you, but secondly, good on you for taking it. I mean, some people would say, Oh no, I'm going back to Australia for a, to visit my family. And that that's, that's very much a missed opportunity. So very, very smart move in my opinion that you, you know, you've taken that Pat, you should be, you should be pretty pumped with that. I'd imagine. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, uh, very excited to get it going. And, uh, you know, just to really learn, learn what it's like to be in the industry. Yeah, no, that's good. And learning on the job is 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 such a good way to do it. And then uh, getting paid to do it, that's that's a pretty handy bonus. So uh, wish you all the best there. Look, I've lived in Dallas, Texas myself just for a short period, and that is a heck of a city. There's there's a lot going on there. That's that's uh, that's one of my favourite places in the world. So I'm sure you'll enjoy it there. Um, so I guess just, just on the study side of things, we just mentioned it before. Um, and if we, we talk about your rugby sort of, um, in parallel with that, how did you find that now that you're nearly at the end of this, uh, the pathway as such and graduating, how did you find the study in the U S Patrick? Did you, you know, you were busy traveling around the U S a lot with your rugby. Did you, did you find the balance? Okay. Uh, yeah. Some, some weeks are definitely tougher than others. Like, uh, we had a lot of big traveling this term in particular, and uh, with the whole pandemic and stuff, it made everything a lot tougher, everything going online. But I mean, just in general, uh, you're spending a lot of hours, obviously, in the gym, on the field, traveling, game day, you know, it really takes up your time. So you've got to be really good with your time management. Uh, the thing with the US system is it's not just a midterm and a final. Like you have, will have continuous examinations throughout the semester. And you really need to be on top of it because you can't miss you can't miss exams. Yeah, and you find there's some, I guess, because partly because you're an international student and partly because you're an athlete who is off campus more than the normal student. Uh, did you find you had some extra support there for that? 
Yeah, there's definitely the support, like the uh, libraries have always got tutors. There's the writing center, uh, obviously the international uh, department has extra tutors in there. So, you know, there's plenty of people that you can get in contact with about support. And also teachers are very understanding about travel. They know that, you know, you're going to be away from campus. You're going to miss classes, you know, things are going to come up. So yeah. if, if you've got those open communications with uh, your professors over here, uh, they'll be very understanding. Yeah, no, that's good to hear. And, and um, it's about communicating, isn't it? It's about sort of sharing what you're up to with these professors and lecturers. And um, as you say, a hundred percent of them are, are behind you and supportive um, knowing that you've got other things you need to be doing with your time uh, than just study more, more so than the normal student. So uh, pleased to hear that that's been your experience as well. Um, and I believe a big congratulations is in order. I know, look, you're in your very last little, basically last month or two of study um, in the US and you've got yourself a last minute scholarship as well with some additional scholarship academically. Can you talk us through that? Uh, yeah, just in uh, one of my courses last semester, they uh, there was a paper writing competition and uh, if you were able to, you know, basically explain uh, the course topic, the course topic was principles of management. And mm -hmm. uh, if you wrote the best paper, you got a $500 scholarship. And, you know, it's just little additions like that that you'll find scattered throughout the, uh, throughout the course of your degree. You know, there's always an opportunity to improve on a scholarship or gain extra funding. So, yeah. You know, there's really ones that you just got to keep an eye out for. Honestly, yeah, schools, right. schools really want, they want to give you the scholarships. They want to give you the opportunity. So you just need to get after it really. Yeah. And more likely Patrick to give you those opportunities once you've started college. Right. So on entry into college, you probably you can obviously going to get scholarship to make it affordable for your family, but um, it only gets better from there. So long as you're, doing the right thing academically and you're showing up to classes, as you say, and you're being a good athlete and you're doing the right thing by your team. There's going to be more and more opportunities as you progress. Yeah, definitely. If you're tracking along, if you're making Dean's list, Chancellor's list, you know, your, your opportunities for additional funding really just, it just rises, honestly. Fantastic. No, it's good. So look, you've, you've really, you really made the most of your four years in that respect as well. I'm sure your parents have been appreciative of your efforts too, because it obviously saved them a bit of money too. So that's, that's well done. Um, look, let's backtrack a little bit um, or quite a bit. Uh, if we think back to your days when you're a sunshine, sunshine coast grammar school uh, student, uh, it's a few years ago now. Um, I'm just curious as to at what point uh, this whole idea of going to college to pursue your rugby and your studies, um, you know, what, when did that come about? Um, honestly, it came about my senior year. So year 12 of school, uh, I was talking to my head coach and uh, I had the opportunity to just, you know, go the Brisbane club pathway, play for UQ West, any of those clubs, or, uh, you know, I did always kind of have my eye on traveling internationally. Uh, I thought about Ireland. I thought about England, France, you know, most of Europe. But uh, he, he mentioned to me uh, America and 
I'd never really thought about it. So then I, I kind of started looking into it. And, you know, this was when they were first starting their pro comp and mm. it was, uh, it was interesting to see. And, you know, I saw a lot of potential, heard a lot about the uh, growth of rugby over here. It's actually the fastest growing sport in the U S right now. So, mm. yeah, you know, seeing these, seeing rugby on the rise over here, I thought it was, was definitely a, a good opportunity. Yeah, no, you're right. It is, a, it is, uh, I think in high schools in America, it is the, the fastest growing sport, which I think um, that's a that's a big opportunity for an Aussie kid coming from a developed rugby nation into a into a developing nation. It's good to be part of that um, growth, as you say. So, um, yeah, don't don't certainly blame you for for really looking into that uh, pathway back then. But you're a bit of a trailblazer because there wasn't a heck of a lot of Aussies going over um, for rugby before you. So you, you've certainly, I think. Um, paved the way for a lot of other uh, rugby players, so should be proud of that. And, and why why Arkansas State, Patrick? Why did you choose that college? Um, Arkansas State is uh, nationally ranked top ten every year. Uh, the schools also it had an excellent engineering program. That is what I wanted to do. So it's actually it was the only school in the top ten that does engineering, mm. and. Uh, I had a chat with the head coach at the time and and the manager and they were excellent. They uh they really just, you know, talked me through the system and, you know, the goals and all that. So it, it really just it just kind of fit. Everything just fit together what I was looking for. Yeah. Okay. And look, and I know Arkansas State uh, university there'd be a lot of people listening that aren't from America that you may not have heard of that university um, and you know naturally when we leave our own home country we want to go to a college that we've heard of in America but the reality is for most people you know 90% of colleges most people haven't heard of and Arkansas State I'm sure sure would be right up there um, it's certainly not renowned as a, a big campus with a hundred thousand seat stadiums and things like that um, and again, as I said, a lot of our student athletes we work with will have an initial preference to go to a bigger town. Um, you know, naturally they want to sort of, you know, have that experience of the big college experience, but the gems we find can often be hidden in these lesser known colleges like Arkansas state. Can you just give us a, a touch on, I guess, what it's like being a student athlete in a smaller town in a smaller campus like that? Uh, and I guess how you counted that, I guess, by traveling and getting to see a lot of other campuses that way. Yeah. Um, being in Jonesboro, Arkansas, you know, it's definitely a bit of a bit of a change from coming from the Sunshine Coast, uh, being in a landlocked town, it's a lot different, but uh, yeah. you really get that community feel in this town is what I've really come to know. Like uh, I didn't really <laughs> understand the term Southern hospitality until I got to Arkansas State. These people just, they just embrace you as one of their own. And uh, the way they come out and support in numbers, it's, it's crazy. The, uh, the whole town loves the school and they support the school. Uh, we got a good football program, you know, good, good athletic department all around. So it's really just, uh, living in a small town is, is different but you pick up different things and you embrace the culture like like we go mudding on the weekend and you know that's when you just jump in the uh 
ATVs, your four wheelers, and you go out back on the back roads. Yeah. You know? Sounds like so, fun to me. <laughs> exactly. So you, you kind of make your own fun. Really, it's uh, the thing is with small towns, it is what you make of it, you know. Totally agree. Totally agree. Got to go in with that good mindset. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and I guess when you talk about that Southern hospitality, um, and yet, like you said, they embrace international students like yourself. Um, you know, I guess when, that's a great example of how your internship came about, you know, which may not have come about if you're in a big, big city and big, big campus where you might be lost a little bit um, in amongst everyone. So gives you a chance to meet people and engage with people. And, and often they're the people who will give you opportunities beyond college. So I think that's a big factor. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. So look, switching back to rugby, look, massive congratulations really Patrick for, for some of the amazing things that you're able to do on, on the field over the four years. Um, I'd love to sort of hear from your perspective, some of your highlights. This is a bit of a chance to brag, mate. Okay. So feel free to, to share with the listeners the types of achievements you're able to, um, to, to make. And then also, um, also, yeah, some of your highlights that you would like to share. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, Arkansas state is in the, uh, mid South conference, which mm-hmm. is, uh, widely regarded in, uh, D one rugby as, the hardest conference in the mm-hmm. uh, out of them all. So yeah. we've got the top uh, five out of the six teams are in the top ten. Mm. So that is definitely like it's a good conference and um, amazing. Yeah, I've been honoured and I guess lucky enough to be uh, named in the all conference uh, team three years in a row. So that's Fantastic. definitely. That's definitely been a large honour of mine that I'm uh, very grateful for. Uh, I got invited to the uh, All-American camp as yep. well after my first year. So that so was... Maybe just expand on what that is, Patrick. Who, who gets invited so to that? And... Uh, so the All-American camp is kind of... They, they pull together the uh, best players from, from all the divisions, from all the conferences, and uh, they bring them together. And you train with the uh, head coaches of uh, it's kind of like an Eagles development side. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, you really meant to, it's kind of that uh, in your next step forward, really. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and, and in terms of the travel opportunity, any, any sort of highlights there, the places you got to see and and any, anything, any particular campuses stand out? Um, BYU, that was an absolutely beautiful campus in Utah, surrounded by mountains. It's absolutely fantastic. Mm. Uh, Utah is a beautiful place in general. Um, and then my other favorite location would have to be West Point Academy in New York. It's a, uh, it's a military base and it's actually extremely famous. The, uh, Mm. the best of the best go there for the army. And when they graduate, they automatically graduate as officers. Right. So West, Point, West Point is very famous. It's in a lot of movies and uh, it's seeing it was incredible. Yeah, I'd imagine. And I guess playing against them, did you get, you obviously played against that team. I'd imagine uh, pretty disciplined on the field. <laughs> yeah, Army were very disciplined on the field. Uh, honestly, one through 15, they're all built the same, had the same haircut. <laughs> Those guys are something else, but uh, we're able to pull off the win as well. So that's always nice. 
nice yeah. to beat, beat the home country's army. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, they're, they're great memories and you'll, you'll have those forever and be able to tell your kids and grandkids one day. Pat, yeah, so, but yeah. the, the, the number one for me would have to be uh, this year, actually, one, in our home game, we mm. played uh, Life University. And Life University is the uh, two-time national champion, uh, number one team in the nation. And we were actually the first team to beat them in three years. Oh, that's awesome. And that's probably something I'll never forget. Bet that was a bit of a celebration. Honestly, a huge celebration. Uh, and I was lucky enough, my parents were there. It just, it all lined up real nice. Oh, beautiful. Uh, that's, that's the stuff you dream of. <laughs> Um, and I think just in, you know, you, you talked about the army game and a few of the others, but, um, you know, as I said before, going from a developed rugby nation like Australia and then into a developing rugby nation like the U S was rugby different. Like what, what was the way it was played different, the way it's coached. Talk us through some of the differences in, about rugby in the U S yeah. Rugby in the U S is a little different to rugby in Australia. Uh, you know, rugby in Australia, we like to play quite expansive, quite uh, moving the ball very quick, uh, you know, working on your running lines and all that. But uh, in the US, they like to play, you know, they're physical and they uh, they definitely bring it, bring uh, the ta- they, uh, bring They bring the physicality, a different physicality of the game. They've got the size, they, uh, <laughs> they, they hit a whole lot harder over here. So... Yeah, you know, yeah, no, a, lot of them, a lot of them are coming from football backgrounds, so uh, yeah, they they they, they like to hit hard and they're, they're well built, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, the, the fitness they got on them is a, it's something else, but uh, no, nah, it's it's definitely a different brand of rugby. I know when we, I'm not sure if you came along to this, Patrick, a few years ago, but but a couple of years back, we hosted the All American Collegiate Team, um, in Australia and um, for, for a few games and um yeah that was that was the biggest takeaway i think was these guys are very well drilled they're very big and they're very fast uh as you'd expect from american athletes basically but i guess the biggest thing that will uh see them go from a developing nation to developed is just getting is time right they just need they just need more people playing rugby for longer coming up through the ranks and and learning the nuances of the game that we already have Oh, exactly. I mean, most of the people only pick up the sport in about grade nine or 10. So they're only having about three years of it before they hit college. So, you know, mm. ch- compare that to Australia where you'll have someone training and learning from when they were eight, nine years old. Yeah, exactly right. It's a big difference. Um, and look, and we're seeing with this pathway, Patrick, about, you know, just as a rugby player, uh, coming from, as I said, a, a system here where th- there are some pathways, but um, difficult pathways to the professional leagues. But I think this college pathway is so much more than just a positive overseas experience. And if it was just that, that'd be great. But you also have the opportunity now, I mean, you've got your internship set up for um, you know, life after rugby and get, getting those types of things underway. But there's also a pathway into professional rugby, um, I guess, that's become available to you potentially through your performances and the networks you've created. Um, can you share what's happening? I know there's a draft going into the, um, into the pro 
league over there, but can you just share um, where you're at with that and, and what are your plans from a rugby point of view? Uh, yeah, this, uh, this weekend, actually, this Saturday, is the uh, first ever Major League Rugby draft. So I don't know if you've seen the draft for any of the major sports, NFL, uh, NBA. Sure hockey. have. Yeah, they, they've all got drafts. So uh, USA Rugby's decided to include a draft for, for the Major League Rugby comp over here. And uh, it's a really exciting thing for uh, college players to, you know, I guess, apply and talk to teams and, you know. Yeah. So, so you you got your hat in the ring and, and you're, um, how are you feeling about it? Pretty nervous or excited or? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm in the draft and we'll, uh, I don't know, we'll just have to see on Saturday if, uh, what, what teams need, you know, if they, if they need a, if they need another hook on board or, or what's going on. But, uh, honestly, uh, it's just a bit of nerves, but it's also a bit of excitement, I guess, you know, Yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe you see a guy you played against go, maybe you see, you know, one of your teammates get selected. Yep. And that'll, that'll yeah, that'd, that'd be mixed emotions, wouldn't it? <laughs> you sort of go, you're very happy for them nat- naturally, but you sort of, oh, I mean, I, I want to go as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, if, if I'm lucky enough to get called, that'd be a uh, dream come true. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. that's always been the goal coming over here. Yeah, absolutely, Pat. I think knowing in the background that you've also got your internship sorted, you, you've done so well with your academics, then, you know, it's a win-win situation you're in right now. So um, you, you've, um, we just ask that you keep us posted, mate, as always. We'd love to know how it goes on Saturday. So, um, and we can maybe get you back on for another talk down the, down the road once hopefully you're in the playing, um, playing in the majors. So um, I wish you, wish you the best of luck with that, mate. Um, but um I guess I know you've just uh, come home from a big practice session with one of the American football players and you and um, you're probably ready for, for bed pretty soon. But um, just wanted just to finish off, Patrick, I think, um, you know, I think it's been quite inspiring listening to your um, story, I suppose, and also your insights into this pathway and what you've got out of it. But talking to imagining that there's some young listeners here and, and hopefully we do have some listeners um, that are run, young rugby players um, about their, you know, if they're thinking about their post high school options, what, what advice do you give if, you know, to those young men oh, and, and about young, young ladies, obviously, because women's rugby is obviously a big opportunity as well. So what, what advice for the young um, men and women thinking about this pathway? Uh, I'd definitely say to just just look into it. Like that's the main thing. Uh, rugby over here is really growing at such a high rate. I mean, every year they're signing TV deals. They're improving the game so much. So it's really going to take off soon. And they just need to just keep their eye out and keep their options open. I mean, they can't. They shouldn't shut this option off. This is a real potential to come play in the pro leagues. Like you've got stars like Ma Nonu, uh, Bastaro, uh, Rennie Ranger, all in the league. So, I mean, this is a professional league and this is a chance, a good chance to improve your skills, maybe develop, you know, a bit more size that you wouldn't have got back in the Aussie, Aussie comp. And, you know, it, it's an even opportunity for, women as well because uh 
The women's D1 comp over here is absolutely fantastic. Uh, they play the games alongside the men. Like uh, the women play their final, the men play their final, exact same stadium. You know, it's, it's all held in California. It's absolutely amazing the setup the uh, D1 has got over here. And it, it's just going to get better. It's going to keep getting better as, as you know, more schools invest, bigger schools start to invest. I think, yeah. I think rugby over here is really going to boom. So it's just, please keep your options open. You know, you don't just have to go the club rugby system in Oz. More, more options out there. Look, plenty. Look, that's great, Patrick. I think that's uh, always great to, to speak with you, mate. And I think you're a great advertisement yourself for this pathway because you've taken it all on so wholeheartedly and, and with a winning attitude. And, and now, as I said at the top, you know, you seem to have your world at your feet, both from a rugby point of view as well as um, life after rugby um, in your finance field so look we wish you the very best of luck uh for you know this saturday in the draft um then also for graduation and of course an internship coming up um and you're welcome back to our office anytime you're back in australia as always patrick and anytime on this podcast as well so thank you mate for your time today thank you very much i hope to uh make it back to Aussie pretty soon Subscribe to the First Serve via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast platform to listen at your convenience to all our weekly content, including past editions of In the Huddle, produced by Study and Play USA, as well as our dedicated commercial radio program each Monday on SEM, that you may have missed at 7 p.m. Eastern, Aussies only, and crunching the numbers. Subscribe to the First Serve, your home of tennis. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.